Welcome to the Everything Coworking Podcast, where you learn what you need to know about how the world wants to work. And now your host, co-working space owner and trend expert, Jamie Russo. Welcome to the Everything Coworking Podcast. This is your host, Jamie Russo. Today, we're going to talk about the power of a niche coworking space. So a few thoughts to start. Um, one, I love a niche coworking space, and I'm going to share why as we go through the episode today. And if you're watching us on YouTube, I'm going to share some examples as we go through on my screen. So find us on our YouTube channel. We'll put the link in the show notes, which you can pull up by clicking on um, your, if you're listening on your (laughs) uh, podcast details in the episode that you're listening to. But the first thing I want to mention is that definitely don't feel like you need a niche co-working space. I have a number of folks, maybe almost all of them that are not all of them, but many of my co-working startup school students are working on niche co-working spaces. So these folks are aware of the concept of co-working and they want to apply it to a specific user group and be pretty exclusive to that group. So I love that for many reasons. Um, And I think that if you listen to the full episode as we talk about how important it is to get the messaging right if you're in niche space, you might pick up some insights that apply to your more generic space. Generic is in quotes if you're listening, uh, air quotes. So the reason you don't need a niche space is that most markets are still really underserved when it comes to co-working, flexible office, spaces of service, whatever type of model that you run. You can go into most markets and still not find... too many amazing generic spaces for everyone. Let's call them for everyone spaces because generic is not a very flattering term. So you know that roughly 2% of the commercial office market in bigger markets is flex space or co-working space. So we are still very early on in terms of market penetration. And most people think, that now that the whole world has changed how they work, the demand will continue to go up. Even before the pandemic, Jones Lang LaSalle was predicting that eventually 30% of commercial office space will be flexible space. So hang in there and create your co-working space for everyone, execute really well, do all the things right, and you can have a successful business with that. But I wanna talk to my folks that are working on their niche space. So um, here's why I love a niche space. I think niche spaces, if your niche is big enough in your market, which you do need to validate, if you're in a tiny market doing a tiny niche, although I do have a brand new co-working startup school student and I won't give out all of her details, but she is in a pretty small market, but has a pretty interesting niche that I think will actually work in that small market because I think it attracts people. (laughs) The the market itself attracts this niche. So that can happen too. So I got to thinking about niches because I have a number of folks in the co-working startup school working on them, thinking about messaging, and also because I recently had a niche experience that I wanted to apply to co-working. I always think it's good to have non- 
business related um, experiences or non-co-working related business experiences that you can apply to co-working. So I'm having um, a back issue, which will get better, which is great news, but um, it's a real pain to work through. So um, I had initially waited a couple of weeks to get into the one highly reviewed physical therapy place in my neighborhood. And it's still not really close to my neighborhood. That space, that, uh, sorry, um, that physical therapy location is still about 20 minutes. I'd been there before many years ago. And um, I did a quick Google search to see if I could find any other good ones. And, you know, Google reviews are super critical in my mind. So I'm not going to a physical therapy place that can't get their act together and get great reviews. And if that's you, get your business together and get your reviews updated on your Google business profile because it matters a lot. So I couldn't find any alternatives. And so I said, okay, I'm going to go to the place that I went to before. Um, And I had been to both a chiropractor and when I went to this physical therapist, and actually I did a virtual physical therapy session as well because I couldn't get into the PT place. And I was like, I got to talk to somebody about this. They all said I could continue to do my CrossFit activities, which there's a little voice inside of my head that said that cannot be right because you cannot sit, you cannot stand (laughs) without pain. How can you clean and jerk? Right. So I did have a CrossFit chiropractic friend, not in town who said, you need to stop doing ballistic movements until this gets better. And I sort of ignored her and she was out of town and I was like, you know, that's not what I want to hear. So I'm going to ignore that. So this is where the niche comes in. So, um, this location, I'm going to pull it up on my screen. Oh, they don't even have a favicon on their website. Okay. If you're looking on screen, you know, when you have the little tab, when you have your tabs open, um, and there's a little icon, I have many tabs open. <laughs> There's is a WordPress icon. You don't want that. You need your own icon. Even if you're a small business, let's get it right. So on their homepage, it simply says physical therapy specialists in one of those big header things with scroll bars that zero people ever click, right? You've already put, some, you've, you've defaulted to something totally generic. It takes up the entire half of the screen. I have to scroll to get to anything more specific. So all they say is physical therapy specialist. Yes, I know. That's what your business is called. It's called Apex Physical Therapy. You've told me nothing new. And now I see your three locations. And then I see um, a bunch of famous athletes with their jerseys. And then I see a little bit more detail. So I that is the, for everyone, physical therapist. So that is the place that I went to. And um, that is where I had the experience that they said, you can continue to do whatever you're doing. I think they thought I was swinging kettlebells, not doing clean and jerks and squat snatches. And my sessions were also fairly generic. I'd spend eight minutes warming up my back on a heating pad. And then I would do the exercises on my little sheet that I'm already doing at home. And I would not get the actual physical therapist until like for like five minutes at the end of my appointment. And nobody would watch me do anything athletic only the exercises. So anyway, I was like, this is probably not what I need. I need something more specific. And I started asking around and I said, okay, I need a physical therapist that understands CrossFit. Cause I want to, I want to believe what someone tells me about my activities and how I'm going to get better. 
what can I keep doing? What do I need to stop doing? And for how long? And what are the things that I'm going to do that are actually going to make me better faster? So I asked my friend, Christine, and she was like, oh yeah, I use this guy in San Francisco. Well, he moved to LA and that was about all I could drum up until I asked a guy in at my CrossFit gym, who is literally 70 years old. He's awesome. And he said, oh, the only guy I would trust is Mike Chin. Mike Chin moved to Milipedis and opened his own practice. Mike Chin used to be a coach at the CrossFit gym that I went to and loved, 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 loved. And it broke my heart. It closed during COVID. It closed the first week of COVID forever. So Mike was a coach there and he actually dug this out of my memory banks, fixed my husband's shoulder. My husband had something wrong with his shoulder, was told he needed to have surgery. Mike Chin had no surgery. So, but I said, the first thing I said was, well, I cannot drive to Milipedis for physical therapy because Milipedis is 45 minutes from my house. That is too far to try for physical therapy. So I sat on it and I kept going to the for everyone space. And then after a couple of weeks, I was like, this, I can't, this is not working. So I reached out to Mike. And um, had a short conversation with him. And it was very clear. I just felt super comfortable. As soon as I talked to him, let me share my screen and I'll tell you what his website says. Uh, P3 Athletic. I don't love the name. I don't think it's, uh, nobody knows what P3 means, but to Mike, it means prevention, performance, physical therapy. So he's got this headline. I don't have to scroll to get to this headline. And it says, we empower active individuals to overcome pain and build physical resilience in a safe one-on-one office environment. Perfect. That's exactly what I want. I am an active individual and um, I want to get back to what I'm doing quickly. And then there's a video from Mike Chin about how we can help you. And then there's some information about um, how they work, some client testimonials, et cetera. But that headline is like super super clear. And then they have their services, physical therapy, prevention, performance training. Clearly this is the place for me. And Mike Chin was a CrossFit coach. Turns out Mike Chin was not available. He was full. So he said, my only option was to meet with his counterpart, which, uh, I did. So the other important thing to mention, besides the fact that I'm now driving 45 minutes to get to my physical therapy appointment is that, um, Mike Chin does not bill insurance for you. So Mike Chin is much more expensive than the regular physical therapy place. So the regular physical therapy place was $30 copay and the insurance company paid for the rest of it. Mike Chin is private pay. He sells packages, kind of like co-working spaces, packages of eight or 12, I think. And you have to private pay and you can submit for reimbursement. So I call my insurance company. I have a deductible to get to before I can um, submit. And then they would pay for about half of what each appointment costs. And I thought about this for about 30 seconds and said, you know what? I need, I need this to get better. I need to get back to my CrossFit and I need it for my health. I need it for my mental health and CrossFit is like my hobby. It's what I do for fun with my friends. So this place is the right place for me. It's more expensive and it's far away, but I'm going to do it. And I have had those twinges as they go along about the drive. One time it took me an hour and 10 minutes because of traffic. So now I manage it very carefully, but that means I have to go at weird times. So next week I have an early appointment during rush hour. So I'm going to have to drive down and <laughs> sit at a Starbucks and do work so that I can manage 
rush hour. But never once have I said, this place is so hard to get to that I'm going to go back to the for everyone place because this is exactly the right place for me. The woman I'm working with, her name is Pooja. She is so laser focused on getting me better. She watches me work out. If I say, oh, you know, I want to be able to do box jump. She says, okay. She pulls out the box and we go through the mechanics and we test it out. And she says, okay, here are the things that you need to be able to do very successfully before you can do a box jump again. And she gives me exercise to do them. It's very much for me. So we'll stop talking about CrossFit and talk about a couple of other examples. What's important here is like every stage of the process is very messaged around, here's what we do, here's why we're perfect for you, and then they deliver on it. So they don't just say that they give one-on-one support and that they will help you get back to your activity. They're laser focused on it. It's so good. They also, I should mention, have like a community manager who runs the front desk. She is amazing. One day I went in and they had that little spinny wheel at the front desk. And I landed on, um, it's fun. And I landed on Michelle. We'll give you a compliment today. Michelle is like the community manager at this physical therapy place, which is tiny with two people. And she, um, gave me the most lovely compliment in the world. And I desperately want to hire her to be a community manager at a co-working space. Uh, but anyway, it delivers. So it messages and it delivers. And I don't want to go anywhere else. I'm not going to cancel. I'm not going to switch. I am in, even though it's a huge pain for me to get to and takes a lot of time in my life. The outcome is worth it. Now, can we always translate that to a co-working space? Probably not. Probably no one is willing to sit in traffic for an hour and 10 minutes to get to to your co-working space. But within reason, I think there are things we can learn here. Hey, I just wanted to jump in really quickly before we continue with our discussion If you're working on opening a co-working space, I want to invite you to join me for my free masterclass, three behind the scenes secrets to opening a co-working space. If you're working on opening a co-working space, I want to share the three decisions that I've seen successful operators make when they're creating their co-working business. The masterclass is totally free. It's about an hour and include some Q&A. If you'd like to join me, you can register at everythingcoworking.com forward slash masterclass. If you already have a co-working space, I want to make sure you know about Community Manager University. Community Manager University is a training and development platform for community managers, and it can be for owner operators. It has content training, resources, templates from day one to general manager. The platform includes many courses that cover the major buckets of the community manager role from community management, operations, sales and marketing, finance, and leadership. The content is laid out in a graduated learning path. So the community manager can identify what content is most relevant to them, depending on their experience and kind of jump in from there. We provide a live brand new training every single month for the community manager group. We also host a live Q&A call every single month so that the community managers can work through any challenges that they're having or opportunities, um, get ideas from other community managers, build their own peer network. We also have a private Slack group for the group. So if you're interested in learning more, you can go to everythingcoworking.com forward slash community manager. Another important niche I want to point out is my podcast. If I was talking to you about general business tips, you would never listen to me. You never would have found me. You 
only listen to me because I apply business tips to co-working specifically. And you know that I'm very credible. I owned my own two co-working spaces. And more importantly, I work with hundreds of operators. I see their numbers. I see their P&Ls. I see their business challenges. I see their wins. I see all the things. You know that I see the things and know the things that you want to know. And so I am the perfect person for you if you're starting or running a co-working space. If I was giving you generic marketing tips, you never would have found me because I'd be floating in a sea of for everyone-ness. Again, not everyone needs to have a niche, (laughs) but just uh, an example that probably will hit home. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of co-working space examples that are niche. Let me uh, pull these up. I don't actually know these spaces. I searched for keywords and got them. So I love the idea of a content creator space. So I had um, a woman in my co-working startup school who's in my um, mentorship group who is working on a content creator package for her space. And I think it's brilliant. You have to message this very clearly on your website and you have to be all about it and you have to deliver it. If you hide it, no one will find it and they won't know that this is a specialty. The other thing I love about the content creator package is that you can operate this in a small space. So the woman in my startup school, small space, which if you listen to my podcast, you know, I think is risky. Um, If you are running a traditional space, but she is niching and creating this high-end package that leverages an open space co-working membership with access to studios for content creation and workshops that she will run and her um, you know, network of experts on content creation. So she's really, she is in a dense market where there are other co-working for everyone, co-working markets, or sorry, options. So I love that she's um, taking this approach. This is not her site. I pulled up. So I Googled content creator co-working space and Amper Studios, Amper Studios, if you're listening, high five. And I would love to hear from you. They are near um, Miami. All the perks of a membership with studio access and hours included. Come create. That is their call to action at the top of their content creator. If I am a content creator and this gorgeous, you have to come over to YouTube and see this picture, gorgeous sofa, pink suede with some custom wallpaper behind it. And I would like to shoot someone sitting on the couch, maybe me. How's your creativity produced with purpose? Enter Ampersand Studios and breathe in the air of creativity in our vibrant hive of talent. Visual and audio productions come to life in our dedicated studios and on our soundstage backed up by top-level amenities. When you want to create buzzing content, we've got you covered. In these ever-changing times, we understand the need to adapt to new requirements, challenging budgets, and demanding RFPs. Our new content creator membership is designed to smooth your way as you join in our creative family. All the benefits of a resident membership providing you with office facility support plus 15 inclusive hours to access our first-class production facilities in an environment that inspires productivity. And then it goes on to say what it includes. Vinyl backdrops production studios, spacious seating layouts for pre and post-production, 
preferred rates with partners for rental equipment and more. But did that, if you are a creator, this is exactly what you need. Why would you join anywhere else? And you are driving to this space that is outside of Miami. Very well done. Another thing I want to point out about the messaging. I think they hired a copywriter and this is serving them very well. Very well. You can write the content on your website. I am sure that I've written most of the content on my website, um, but it won't be as good as this is. Get a professional copywriter. I'm going to give a shout out to Karen Tate, who is in our flight group program. And Karen just did an update on her website. And I was so inspired that I asked for an intro to her, the company that she worked with. Um, she is, uh oh, I'm going to blank on her. It'll come back to me on her website. It is fabulous. And I will share it in the show notes so you can take a look at it. Her copywriting is so good. Oh, it's the residence co working. Residence, hold on. Residence, the residence co working space. That's right. You can find it. We'll put it in the, um, We'll put it in the show notes. Okay, I'm going to pull up one more. This is totally different. Um, they also need a favicon. Ampersand has a favicon. Okay, so there's a lot to love on this one. This is called Blue House Wellness. I would like a more clear name. I like really clear names, but maybe they were all taken because we all run into that problem. Okay, the first thing I love, I did not actually even look at the copy yet because I didn't want to lose this. I go to blue. So I Googled, uh, mental health co-working space. And this is the first one that came up. It's in Atlanta. I'm not in Atlanta, but excellent SEO, uh, blue house wellness. So the thing that pops up on their screen is free private practice finance checklist steps to get your practices finance in order, learn more. And then I'm going to click that. And it is going to ask me for my email address. It does. And then they're going to mark it to me. I love that. And this is one of the advantages of having a niche space is that you can do that is called the lead magnet. You're trying to get folks to sign up for your email list so that you can nurture them and compel them to join your community or your space or whatever it is that you're eventually selling. It is more challenging to come up with a good lead magnet when you are a for everyone space. But if you are a niche space, lead magnet, done. That was an excellent lead magnet. I Love that. Okay. So, right, I'm on the home screen, a co working space for mental health professionals. Build your dream practice. Join now. I love the join now. Very bold. Not even book a tour. Build your dream practice. Join now. Looking to start a private practice? Sign up for our private practice 101 course. Now they're selling information in addition to membership. How much do we love this? That's another revenue stream and a way to get people on who we are for therapists, for the community. Okay. For therapists, Blue House Wellness, a co-working space for therapists in Atlanta has everything you need to successfully launch a private therapy practice, continue an existing practice, or just spend time with other therapists. You can host groups, workshops, or continuing educations in a comfortable and therapeutic environment with fully furnished offices. Click here to learn more or book a tour. We have photos of how lovely and client-friendly the space is. We have a list of events. The For the Community side says Blue House Wellness is also dedicated to providing resources to the community to make access to mental health services easier. 
meet all the therapists that are currently a part of our community by clicking here. So they're doing a little bit of lead gen and on their um, nav bar at the top, find a therapist. I love that. So they're trying to help their therapists get business. Perfect. So one thing I want to say about niche co-working spaces um, that is true of my physical therapy place is that I thought, oh, probably everyone's an athlete that goes here. Nope, not the case. Plenty of regular people. I consider myself to be an athlete, by the way. I work out very seriously five to seven days a week and I do, I compete. I compete in master's competitions. Um, and just for fun, I don't win them. Um, but I consider myself an athlete. I'm very serious about what I do and I, I do hard things when I work out. So I am perfectly aligned with who they're describing on their website, back to the physical therapy place. Um, but I am not the only type of person that shows up. So even though they're talking about what they do for athletes specifically, they also get regular people. So you can be a niche space. And if you're not full of your niche people, you can let other people in. So I see plenty of people who are very clearly, maybe not in the most active phase of their life in getting physical therapy done. So who knows why they go? It's the closest place. They got a recommendation for Mike. Who knows? But they're there. And um, so it's a mix and it fills in their schedules. So they're not, their, their schedules are not 100% full of their perfect ideal member for their niche co-working space, but it is full. So think about that too. If you do a niche space, you can also let regular people in. The messaging doesn't turn them away, but it attracts like a magnet, the people who are exactly right for you. So I'm going to stop there. I thought there was a couple of fun, um, niche co-working spaces. If you have a niche co-working space, let me know. Oh, have to add one more thing. Part of the reason I've been thinking about the niche space and messaging is that I work with a lot of folks who are starting spaces for women. And here's what I want to encourage you to think about. Is it enough that the space is only for women? Is that the thing that brings females to your space? Or is it something else? Is it programming? Is it, we help future female entrepreneurs start their first business, or we help um, growing entrepreneurs learn how to get funded, or we help women in a sandwich generation manage career, life, kids, parents, all the things, and whatever kind of details support that. It may be none of those things. It may be all of those things, but I want, or it may simply be that there's a segment of people that just want to go to a place with other women. I am probably not in that segment. I do really love spaces that are designed for women. So I am very attracted to the wing for its design. I don't really, it could be all men in that space. I just love the design. Um, I had a woman in my startup school. Um, she is in uh, near Situate, Massachusetts, the Collective Co. I am also in love with her branding and her design. Um, I've mentioned Lamb Coworking in Stockholm. And Lindsay, if you're listening, we need to have you on the podcast. I'm going to send you an email. I am also obsessed with their design and their branding. So I would go there probably regardless of who it was for. So that may be enough. But do think about your messaging, like what is really unique and special that you're creating in that space for women so that you can pull in, you, you can 
really attract people versus being sort of for everyone, but taking out half of the, your potential customers because they're male. So just, just some thoughts. Okay. So that's it for now. We have some great interviews lined up for the next couple of weeks. Hit the subscribe button. If you have not, um, if you're thinking about opening a co-working space, you can find our links in the show notes, um, and learn more about the programs that we offer. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next week. Hey there. Thanks for sticking with us through the end of the episode. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please go leave us a review. It helps other folks find the podcast who are thinking about starting a co-working space or already operating a co-working space and are looking to stay up to speed on tips and trends. And We started a YouTube channel. We'd love to have you catch us on video. You can join us for podcast videos and Q&A videos and other things that we post to the channel. We'd love to see you there.